Thank you so much for tuning in to the Power Up Your Sales podcast. This is episode one of a three-part series featuring Dr. Jerome Gafford. Dr. Gafford is the Clinical Assistant Professor of Marketing in the Center for Professional Sales at the University of Texas at Dallas, or just call him the sales doctor. Hi, Dr. Gafford. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate you being with us. Thank you, Susie. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for asking me to be on the call with you today. Sure. So the United States now has its first cohort and hopefully its only cohort of COVID-19 graduates. What are the biggest challenges you see for the sales graduates specifically in the environment that we're in right now? Well, that's a great question. We're, we're seeing a, a couple of things happening and we're seeing a couple of opportunities also. The uh, Some of the challenges, I believe, that our students coming out right now as undergraduates, uh, the ones who were, who were scheduled to graduate this past May, most of them already had either career positions or possibly internships lined up for the summer. And a good 60, 70 percent of those have been canceled uh, due to the COVID-19. Now, that, that, of course, that's not the fault of the student. That was just the situation that, that we were faced with. Uh, however, a lot of our students did take that as an opportunity to start connecting with smaller companies. A lot of these cancellations came from major employers, people that were hiring, you know, two, 300 people at a time, and they just didn't have the facilities in place to pivot to a distance um, type environment. So, so a lot of them just shut down their internship programs because they weren't ready for the transition. But a lot of our students, a number of our students at UT Dallas, were uh, they were forward thinking enough. We, we encouraged them to always be proactive uh, in their search for career positions. And they started reaching out to some smaller firms who probably were impacted pretty heavily by this situation. And they were able to kind of get them also thinking proactively. And they were able to discuss and, and create some opportunities for themselves by, uh, by showing these smaller companies what they had learned in our program, their ability to use the technologies, uh, their ability to still have a, a, a meaningful communication uh, with a potential customer, and also drive some business forward that way. So, so while, while it was a challenge for a lot of people coming through uh, the COVID-19 as we moved into the summer and preparing now for the fall, uh, some students did take the, uh, take the high road, so to speak, and they were able to kind of go out and create uh, some opportunities for themselves. Excellent. That's really good to hear. And, and it makes me think of, you know, there's there's some salespeople right now you see on LinkedIn, all these messages about how well they're doing. Yep. So how can a recession actually be a boon for some salespeople rather than a bust? Well, I think it's all about communication still. I mean, the the when we talk about sales, sales is, is really all about doing what we can uh, to help other people. And you know, whether that be a customer, whether that be a neighbor or you know, friend, coworker, whatever that may be, if we're consistently looking for that situation and, and communicating value to the person, then I believe there's always going to be an opportunity. I always tell my students, and I have for years, that it doesn't matter what the economy is doing up or down. If you, if you understand the, the skill set and, and the soft skills, especially that it takes to be successful in a professional sales role, there's always a need. Companies always have a need to sell more of their product. I've, I've never talked with a product manager. <laughs> I've never talked with a CFO or a CEO of any company 
when, when I mentioned to them, you know, are you interested in selling more of your products or services? I've never had them tell me no when that, when that question came out. So anytime that our students or, or any salespeople for that matter uh, can, can continue that conversation with customers, uh, especially in today's environment, customers are scared. A lot, a lot of uncertainties going on right now in the marketplace. But if, if great salespeople can step up and bring that level of competency and, and, uh, and commitment and confidence back into the selling environment, they can certainly identify opportunities because there are still plenty of them out there. Uh, if you go to any store out there today, uh, you see a number of products that are not on the shelves. That means people are buying things. And so if people are buying things, somebody needs to be able to sell it to them. And so I think great salespeople, if they understand that it is a communication business, it is a collaborative collaboration business with our customers, and it is a trust building business. If they focus on those three areas, they can certainly find opportunities uh, to make substantial income during this time frame and going forward. Excellent. So we've been hearing the phrase new normal over and over and over again. So has COVID-19 changed the way we do business? And what do you think the future will look like for salespeople as a result? Is, is that ability to communicate going to become the um, overarching single greatest skill need? Or, or what do you envision will happen? Well, communication, I think, will continue to be a major player, as it always has been. I think there will be some 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 new, if you want to use this term, new normal. We hear that that term a lot every time there's some kind of a major transition. You know, we heard it a lot back uh, when we first brought in uh, electronic or technology-based CRM tools. Uh, some people probably listening to this call are maybe old enough to remember the accordion files that had 12 <laughs> folders in them, and they were one for each month, your January, February, March, and people would take three by five or four by six index cards and write down information about their customers, and they would keep them in these files. And that was kind of how they built their tickler files. And so when they came out with, you know, with technology-based CRM tools, everyone was like, oh, this is the new normal. This is going to be the greatest thing uh, since sliced bread. And we see that happen periodically if you go back through history and look at what's happened in the world of sales. I think we will continue to see those kind of things happen as far as what's happening right now. Uh, yes, there will be some changes that, that salespeople must be able to understand and what a perfect time for salespeople as we've kind of gone through this contraction in the marketplace uh, to learn some of these new technologies, and some of these new skills and get comfortable in this environment. You know, it, it's one thing to sit across the desk with somebody face to face and have a conversation with them. Uh, you're in that environment. You can you can pick up on the body language and things of this type really well. But if you're doing that here like you and I are today, where we're looking at a camera and not really looking at each other or able to shake hands, uh, there, there's a, there's a, you have to step your game up a little bit there. It's, it's not that it's any different than what we did in a normal selling situation. It's just a slightly different environment. And so understanding that change and, and getting used to the nuances that come about, that, that might fit into this, this new normal that we're talking about. Um, I think going forward, we're going to see some fundamental changes in how business is conducted. I think a lot of companies are learning from this environment right now that there are some, some different ways to still generate revenue and still be able to, uh, you know, to meet the needs of their customers as well as their employees. But they're going about that in some, in some different ways, some really new and innovative ideas uh, that are coming out. I was uh, reading some information this past week about the, uh, the founder of, or the, the, the manager of Texas Roadhouse. And he, he calls his manager, they've got about 600 locations around the country, and he calls his managers that have kind of been out on the front end of this thing, he calls them his crazies. 
<laughs> these are the ones who have been doing the things like um, like setting up the tables outside the restaurant to do the curbside service and, and updating the website and the apps real quick with with uh, with packages that are available for families to purchase and, and, and be able to make the call in or, or make the order on the app and pick up. They're, they're one of the few restaurants that has done well through this. They haven't done great, but their revenues, I understand from what I was reading, are at about 60% right now of the pre-COVID uh, situation. So they're, they're still, their revenues are up. They're hitting some numbers. And we'll see some companies that don't survive this, survive this situation. But I think the ones who are, are forward thinking, uh, keep them a growth mindset. You know, just because we've always done something one way doesn't mean that's the way we're going to do it going forward. And so they have to be open to to different situations and and not not shoot any idea down that comes you know from within the organization because you never know when that may be that new next normal thing we're talking about. Very good. Uh, agree completely. So given the environment that we're in now. Are, are organizations looking for different skill sets in salespeople? Or, you know, you talked about the ability um, for a salesperson to kind of pivot and get real comfortable real fast with this online or over the phone interaction. Is there any other um, skill set that organizations have now decided is critically important um, given that um, pivoting and not being face to face is is just par for yeah. the course? Yeah, I think there there will be some 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 of the standard skill sets that we always uh, bring to light in our program and help our students students learn. Of course, you know, understanding your product from the standpoint of how it can solve your customers' needs. You don't want to become a talking brochure, and that's real easy to do uh, in this virtual environment. You don't want to just throw up all the you know the facts and figures and features of the product. Find out what's important to the customer and focus on how the benefits of the product can solve their needs. And that needs to be more of a collaborative environment, I think, going forward. So if, if I had to identify a couple of skills, and these may fall more over into that, that soft skill mindset that we talk about, but that collaborative solution creation is going to be huge, I think, for companies and for sales teams going forward, because now instead of doing a, a presentation uh, on the virtual world where you can maybe do a product demo or show a video, something like that, that's not going to have the personal connection that a lot of buyers are looking for. And so if we can if we can collaborate with them in a virtual world and, and, and start to look at, you know, the, the solution that they would like to see happen with their company, uh, have them start to tell us exactly what it is that they're looking for. And then as a salesperson, we've got to step our game up on the collaboration side of that because we have to be able to 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 talk with them and lead them through that process of what it takes to get from where they are right now to where they want to be. And, and that that transition while it may take a little bit longer now in the new in this new world, uh, it's still going to be a similar involvement with both the buyer and the seller. We have to be able to build that relationship and trust one another well enough that we can share ideas, even if, if somebody doesn't agree with one of those ideas and bring that in as part of that collaboration. So as far as the, the new future, of course, I think the technology that like we're using today, the virtual world is going to be a big part of that. Uh, some reports that I'm seeing at this time are telling us that it might be another 12 or 18 months before we can even shake hands with somebody. Right. Uh, and, and that's going to be driven, of course, by some of the medical advancements and things of that type. So we're, we're seeing some of those things. So that's going to have an impact on the interaction piece that we have with our customers. The, you know, the ability to go to a person's facility, even for a demonstration, may also be altered depending on 
you know, where they are and those kind of things. But, you know, we were already seeing some of that before this ever happened with the global economy. Uh, it, you know, the, the, the amount of people who were traveling worldwide to visit customers had, all, had already started shrinking because of the use of technology to make those calls anyway. So, so we'll right. see some, things, some new things coming about. Uh, we'll see some things that were going on prior to this that will continue to be used. Uh, but I think, the, I think the biggest skill um, that salespeople, especially our students coming out of the university level, because most of them, again, have never had a lot of experience in the selling environment. And so we're starting a lot of them off, you know, day one in our program with, you know, that, you know, this is how you introduce yourself. You know, this is how you give somebody your business card. We're, we're breaking it down to found, you know, foundational components. And then we take them through several processes over the next few semesters to get them in a position where they can be successful in that role. And by being able to pivot to this technology, this is what they've been brought up with since day one in our program. So this environment, while it is a little bit different for them, it, it's not like they've had to break a bunch of bad habits because this is all that they've known coming forward. Yeah, I don't know if some of them understand truly how lucky they are <laughs> to have been, quote unquote, raised um, using these tools. Yeah. Um, so the, the UTD Center for Professional Sales has been around since 2013. Um, and you've had many, many sales graduates before the whole COVID episode hit. So in your experience, what's the most common struggle that they would have once they go into their career outside of university? Well, the, uh, I think there are a couple of things. One of the things that I find um, with a lot of students today, and not with a lot, but with, certainly with, with, a, with, a, with a certain percentage of them, is you know in in the Dallas market where we are there in UT Dallas, the the number of job opportunities is pretty tremendous with the, with the number of companies coming in, the economy growing like it was prior to uh, the COVID situation. There, there were plenty of opportunities for students to pursue, and that's both good and bad. I, I think uh, I think it's good in the fact that those that w want to stay in the area, whether it be for family situations, whatever that may be, there were some, certainly opportunities for them to pursue there. Uh, the last time we checked uh, numbers prior to COVID, there were some 450,000 uh, sales professionals in the Dallas-Fort Worth uh, Metroplex. Uh, they estimated there was probably another 100,000 positions that needed to be filled at that point. Wow. Of course, those numbers have changed somewhat since all this happened, but still the opportunities are there. The, the negative side of that that I see is oftentimes when students are, are you know, they, they go to school, they live in an area and they want to stay in that area, a lot of companies today are looking to bring talent on board and then maybe take them to a different location, maybe in the States, could be an international place or whatever that may be. And a lot of people today are not, for some reason, are not open to uh, to pursuing some of these international or, or opportunities to, to bring their talent to different parts of an organization. Uh, and I always tell my students, you know, that if, you know, at the age that you are coming out of school, if you don't have something that is that is bringing you or tying you down to your situation, certainly consider that opportunity to go work with a company, maybe in a different location, because if you do that for them a couple of times and you show them that you're good at what you can do, then you can pretty much write your own ticket as to how you want to live the rest of your life as far as your career is concerned. So I think when uh, some of the obstacles that I see our students right now, you know, when, when they, um, some of the struggles that they face, uh, on that piece of it, it has to just do with placement, you know, uh, questions. The other thing that I think comes to mind a lot of times, and, and you and I have talked about this on some other uh, situations, is, you know, the in, in the world of selling, 
we, we can teach them all of the skills or we can, and I say teach, my, my, my role is more about helping them learn, make the resources available so that they can learn the skills. Um, and it's, it's great for them to have that skill set in place and, and the knowledge of, of the industry and the culture. But, but the long and short of it is, is they have to create a customer base. And some companies will assist with that with certain type of lead development roles or business development roles, they call them. Uh, but oftentimes, depending on the company that the student's going to work for, that developing leads is, is a major piece of what they have to do in order to be successful in that role. And, and I don't know that they're, we, we've, we talked to a lot of our students about ways to do that as some of the processes for prospecting, but they, we, we try to get them as much experience in that field as they can. But I think that's a big hurdle for them to get over because in, in the communication world today for this generation of students, and we're kind of in that blend right now of the, uh, the, the uh, youngest of the, um, of the millennials are now graduated and we have the oldest of the generation Z are now kind of cross-pollinating as they come through our programs. And there's a totally different mindset between uh, those two generations as to how they approach uh, dealing with people. Um, you know, they're, they're, not, they're not real keen about talking on the phone for whatever reason. And, and you and I know some of the reasons for that, but, uh, right. but we are, uh, you know, those are some of the things we're talking about. So I think that could be a struggle for them because now, especially um, the, the idea of, of you know, just sending a text or an email may not be the most uh, efficient way to um, to have a conversation with a potential customer. So there there's some struggles, I think, that are going to happen there. But again, learning how to, to use the technology, being comfortable in this environment where, the, where the, you know, they're talking to a little small box on the top of their computer uh, versus sitting down in the office with somebody and having a conversation is, is going to be a, it's a bit of a learning curve. And we, we're trying to do some things that we can through some simulations and through some trial uh, systems that we're working with to get them that experience of, of understanding why prospecting is so important. And, you know, you can have the best skill set of any salesperson out there, but if you don't have anybody to talk to, then it's not really a, a productive day. That's all the time we have for today. If you'd like to learn more about Dr. Gafford, see his website at jeromegafford.com. That's J-E-R-O-M-E-G-A-F-F-O-R-D.com.